0: Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. The list of all the bad things that will make 2020 a year to forget or perhaps remember, well, it just got one item longer. First, of course, it was coronavirus. Then there were killer insects and stuff was on fire and a couple of earthquakes. And then the weather forecasters started talking about there being so many hurricanes this year, they'd run out of names to give them. And we won't even mention the comet that almost hit us. But NASA now warning us something else that could be bad news. They're tracking a large area stretching out between South America and Southwest Africa that they call a gravity anomaly. It's a giant weaken, a giant region of weakened magnetic field that they've known about for a long time, but suddenly it's gotten worse. It's like a pothole in space and can cause havoc on satellites and the space station, but NASA says it doesn't affect life on Earth
1: yet. (laughs) This whole year comes with that, Cliff.
0: (laughs) Yet. Yet. Now, mm-hmm. does
1: this mean, Cliff, if it would drift over my house at some point in time, the uh, refrigerator magnets I have will drop off, and I have to pick <laughs> them up? I don't. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I mean, if if they drop off, they
0: might actually float up in the air, as opposed to you know falling down.
1: That would be a twenty twenty right there. Yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. is what it appears. Yeah. Speaking of that, Cliff, I've got a little secret I'd like to share this morning, right oh, off the okay. bat, if you don't cool. mind. I am sure. Go right ahead. I am currently wearing underneath my pants, yeah. a smaller, secret pair of pants that I, only I know what they look like, Cliff. And that's my <laughs> secret this morning. Um, wouldn't
0: you call a smaller, secret pair of pants that no one knows about
1: underwear? Okay, well, you ruined it now. <laughs> I was trying to throw a little mystery into this program. <laughs> Yes. Yes, you would call him that, Cliff. I'm going straight home after work. I'm going Why? straight home after work. I keep saying that over and over this morning, Cliff, because yesterday... Are you trying to
0: convince yourself that you're going to do that?
1: Yes, because I didn't yesterday, and I really wished yep. I had. Straight home Why? after work. Where did you go? I stopped in at the donut place. Yeah. Which, by the time I got done yeah. in my car riding home and eating those things... Mm-hmm. They should rename that. It should be the glazed and confused donut shop. <laughs> that's, that's what I was by the time I reached Owensville. You ever ate that much sugar, Cliff?
0: I have, yes. Although I've, I've got a higher resistance to sugar than most everybody else. <laughs> How do you know that? Well, I mean, because someone will say, you know, if it's like icing on it. My favorite part of the cake is the icing. There, are Most everyone else you talk to... um, they avoid the icing. I'm like, I'll eat your leftover icing. That's fine, but it all goes back to my uh, to my childhood. Not to tell you that story some other time. That's a that's a pretty lengthy story.
1: Okay. Well, I'm the, I'm just like so. you, Cliff. Oh, you are. Huh? Oh, hell. Well, maybe dr- maybe I'd <laughs> well, rather have ahead. the icing. I can I can go to a birthday party and I'm I'm like known as the scraper. You just stick it right here in my plate. I'll take every <laughs> bit, bit you've got. Oh yeah. I'll eyeball your cake, wanting your icing. Yeah. I'm telling you
0: we among the most cherished rights we have as Americans and probably one that's the least understood is the one guaranteed by the first amendment to the constitution, that of free speech. The Supreme court has decided several times over the two plus centuries, this country has been in existence, what that means. And it boils down to free speech is the right for a citizen to express themselves either with words or actions and to do so without repercussions in the legal system. And that's why in, the case of West Virginia Board of Education versus Barnett in 1943, the right of a student to not salute the flag was affirmed to be free speech. There is one truth about free speech, and that's why you might be protected from government interference in conducting it. There's no guarantee of other outside influences after you choose to take your stand. You can ask Colin Kaepernick about that, and you can also ask this guy who leads a private Facebook group promoting patriotism, about what happens when free speech goes bad. It turns out members of this group demonstrate their First and Second Amendment rights and their patriotism and loyalty to our country by loading up their handguns and pointing them at their private parts. Then, as you might guess, in this particular video, which has since been deleted from Facebook, the guy loads his 45 caliber handgun, what he calls, by the way, God's caliber, and points it at his crotch, and after a brief pause the gun suddenly goes off. The resulting bullet entered and exited his scrotum, mattress, box spring, and the floor underneath, splattering blood everywhere, all over the floor, the bedclothes, and all over a printed copy of the U.S. Constitution that was sitting nearby. He later posted that while he did mess up, he got the damage repaired and went to work the next day.
1: It's like a training manual of not not doing this, Cliff. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why you think that would you know, make you more and, patriotic than and, me.
0: And I'm going to say, how is that a demonstration of patriotism?
1: I don't know, but I'm not saluting <laughs> that, I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't know, Cliff, if it's because of this virus mess and everybody's having to do things different than what they've normally done all their life yeah. or what. But a lot of us, me included, we seem to uh, be a little touchy with our feelings, the slightest little things <laughs> we seem to get upset about and hurt about. That's true. You know, we don't put our big boy pants on, and we yeah. we sit around and get hurt about it. And yeah. yesterday, I had to go to Evansville, and for, um, well, the first time in my life that I can remember, Cliff, mm-hmm. a bumper sticker on someone else's car hurt my feelings a little bit.
0: <laughs> you had your feelings hurt by a piece of paper.
1: Isn't that sad? Yes. <laughs> that wasn't on my vehicle either. I probably won't see this vehicle again, but I pulled up mm-hmm. at a stoplight, There was a woman in front of me in the car, and her bumper sticker read something along the lines of, a man is only good for one thing, and who needs parallel parking anyway? I can't parallel park, Cliff. I can't do it at all. I will just stop my car, get out, and go somewhere else. Oh, I can't do it. And so I took that a little bit personal, like she was pointing a finger at me, and there's no way that that's possible, right? Right? No. Good. No. But still... No. (laughs) I felt like she was, like, you know, turning around and talking right to me.
0: (laughs) If she met you, she might actually, you know, have worse
1: words. (laughs) How's your cactus doing, Cliff? What do you mean my cactus? You know, on your arm there. How's your cactus doing? You mean my tattoo. Yes. (laughs) It's just like it's always been. Hasn't faded or none of that stuff yet? Well,
0: no, it's a real, it's... (laughs) I know it's, it's real. It's a real tattoo. It's not going to fade.
1: <laughs> yeah. When I saw this story, Cliff, I saw yeah. it at the end of last week, and I was going to bring it up, yeah. but I forgot to. But there's a woman that, uh, to celebrate finally getting out of the house. Yeah. She's 103, and the okay. first thing she did was she went and got her very first tattoo in her life at the age of 103 <laughs> years. <laughs> now, that's a lot of thinking, Cliff. That's... You know, if you have to think of something for over 100 years, whether yeah. you're going to do it or not, probably, probably you might want to go on the safety route and say, <laughs> I probably ought to pass on that one. But, but you then know, again, if if she's 103, how much time does she have left? That's true. You get to do what you want. <laughs> I mean, you can do it when you're 100 years old or older, Cliff, I, you get to pass on everything, I guess. Everything. Yeah, yes. You can do whatever you want. You know, you want to light up. You know, people like don't do that. I'm a hundred, okay? Get off (laughs) of me. But when you're a hundred and three and get a tattoo, I mean, that's like being born a very, very long time ago to be wild. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's right. Yeah,
0: like that that Steppenwolf song, "Born to Be Wild." Yes, not for a hundred years. Not for a hundred years,
1: but but I'm a. That's where the money's at, Cliff. That's exactly where it's at. What are you talking? All about? of these lame-brain ideas I've had in my uh, lab coat and safety glasses trying to come yeah. up with some way for us to make some cash. Yeah. I've uh, missed out on the most obvious. Cliff, this is my idea. Okay. I read that Ryan Reynolds, you know the famous actor? Yeah. He just sold his gin company for over <laughs> 600 million dollars. He had a gin company? Yes. Okay. It was like a side investment for him and he, you know, yeah. raked in a cool 600, and I think 10 Let's see. million dollars
0: clearly it was a good investment it was a good investment and i'm
1: thinking that's where we ought to that's where we should focus if we could come up with someone that knows how to make whiskey bourbon whiskey okay can you even make it in indiana or does it have to be in kentucky
0: well to i think to be officially called bourbon it has to be made in kentucky Uh, but there are other ways to name it that you know, so that people know that it's like bourbon, but not made there.
1: Well, let's reach out to our Kentucky listeners this morning. Perhaps okay. there's someone listening this that probably, knows somebody that knows somebody. And we can right. come up with the uh, Weed and Cliff Double Barrel Reserve Whiskey.
0: Yeah. And you so what? one of the things that's distinctive about bourbon is like the, the way it tastes. Yes. And all of the, basically, it's like, what, three ingredients? But those three ingredients depending upon what kind of wood it's being aged in, can give thousands and thousands of different flavors, isn't that? What What would you think we're going for then as the Weed and Cliff Reserve?
1: Double Barrel Reserve, that's even the best, and that's oh, the good stuff. Oh, yeah, stuff. that's right. Yeah. Uh, I think, Cliff, we should go with a smooth charcoal flavor okay. with, a, with a hint of cinnamon in there, just okay. a hint.
0: Right, and, you know, every good bourbon has a, an aftertaste. Some would say a burn. I think ours has to have a, a backwash of smart ass. <laughs> really? I mean, do you not think that? <laughs>
1: I wanted to have a charcoal flavor with a touch of cinnamon, and you stomp on it with...
0: A backwash of smart ass. Yeah,
1: oh, no, uh, well, well, okay, yeah. And if,
0: I think everyone knows how you get a backwash, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> as an example of how local industry affects the quality of the air that we breathe, you only really have to look at the corn and bean fields that surround us here in the Midwest. And as everyone knows, there are times of the year when allergies are active and cars are coated in stuff because of the growing and harvesting seasons. It's not really dangerous like say what used to fall out of the sky around power plants years ago before the scrubbers went in. And I've heard people talk about what their trucks look like after sitting in the parking lot at the power plant for a few hours. And there are undoubtedly other industries in other parts of the planet that also have their pollution days as well. Like, say, in Olten, Switzerland, where a factory there had a malfunction a couple of days ago that spewed a bunch of brown stuff over the entire town. And by the way, if you're now thinking this is a poop story, you're incorrect as the factory was the Lint Chocolatier, and the pollution was a massive cloud of cocoa dust.
1: (laughs) It's like a dream come true there, Cliff.
0: (laughs) It's snowing chocolate. (laughs) Mm.
1: I would be like one of those um, cartoon characters, you know, that can open their mouth so wide that their head kind of splits open. (laughs) Standing out in my yard. Mm -hmm. Licking the air, which would look kind of weird. Yep, licking the air would look weird it would look weird but it would taste good and i was told cliff yeah to play a certain song and i said i don't know if i can play it or not and the response by text was (laughs) well push the magic button and let's see what happens (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna press the magic button and it's all the button's fault whether it's played or not how's that I know it may seem like it's been about 5 billion years ago since the Girl Scout cookies were on sale, and it's feeling like it's going to be 5 billion more years, Cliff, before they go on sale again. Yeah, that's true. But I have good news this morning. Oh, really? These Girl Scouts have announced a new cookie. Okay. And I think it's called the I Used to Be a Thin Mint Person. I think that's what it's called. (laughs) You think so? I Used to Be Thin. But actually, Cliff, it's called the toast-yay. Toast-yay? That's what it's called. It's French <laughs> toast-themed dessert that has a top layer of frosting, maple syrup flavor, okay, a crunchy texture, and it's shaped exactly like a piece of French toast. I've gained three pounds just describing <laughs> that thing. It says each one of these toast-yays... Yeah is only 70 calories. Oh, really? That's what they say, well, Cliff.
0: that's hardly worth opening the package for then, huh?
1: Uh, well, I'm, no, I'll be opening it up with my teeth. <laughs> that's what I'll be I doing. I mean, you go big or go home. Exactly right. <laughs> I'm a little bit worried this morning, Cliff, from that text message. Which one? It seems that <laughs> I mean, we're, we've got a bunch of them today. It seems like we're not coming yeah. in very strong in the Linville area oh, this morning. Oh, that one, I, I... I saw that one a a little while ago. Mm -hmm. So, Nick from Altwell, take a step to the left and clear that path out so our signal can get through there.
0: Yeah. Are you saying he's
1: blocking the transmission? I think he's blocking some of the transmission into Linville. And that's probably, Cliff, I don't know, but that's probably why we haven't heard from our friend in Ireland, Indiana, this morning. Oh, you mean Phil McCracken? Yes, the man from Ireland. I guess it's called, what, the Land of Enchantment or something like that? Well...
0: I mean the I don't know if Ireland, Indiana is the land of enchantment, but I think a lot of people call the actual country of Ireland the land of enchantment. Oh. Perhaps if it's if we're talking about Phil McCracken, it's more about the land of disappointment. Ooh.
1: Whoa. <laughs> and it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Short and sweet this morning, Cliff, just like yesterday. Oh. Just like we like it. Uh-huh. In the eighteenth century. If you yep. were rich You would hire real people to serve basically as human garden gnomes. They would stand in your garden all day long and they were called officially ornamental hermits. (laughs) Oh, Cliff.
0: You know, I think there's some people who work at places I know who basically are just ornamental hermits in their job.
1: I think so too. Well, Cliff, was anything said today? As a
0: matter of fact, there were a few things said. Let's start with the phrase of the day, number three. A man is only good for one thing. Mm-hmm. Who needs parallel parking anyway? <laughs> That's hurtful again, even when you say now, it. Yeah. Number two, a backwash of smartass. <laughs> <laughs> which is the aftertaste only our bourbon could have. <laughs> the weed and Cliff... Double Barrel Select.
1: (laughs) I can taste it now.
0: Oh, my. Uh Number one morning roadshow phrase for today. A smaller, secret pair of pants.
1: (laughs) A.K.A. underwear. Well, I've got them now, (laughs) yes, but I like to call them my secret pair of pants.
0: (laughs) If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to WeedandCliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message.